Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Everything's Hunky Dory. And this week it is just me. I'm doing my very first solo episode. So I'm very excited because I had a little fun with you guys this week. I did a few story posts with links to submit Never Have I Ever. Um, and these are all anonymous, by the way. Uh, but Never Have I Ever, Deal Breakers, Confessions and just anonymous questions. Um, I posted them on my Instagram stories and I will be doing it more often because I had entirely too much fun reading these. (laughs) Um, You guys did not hold back. Some of you, wow. Um, And again, I don't know who anybody, I don't know who submitted these because there is an option that says you can pay $6.99 to find find out who sent it. But just to let you guys know, um, if you have the NGL app downloaded on your phone, if you pay to find out who it is, it doesn't tell you. It just tells you the city from which it was submitted. So unless you know everybody's coordinates, it's not really going to get you anywhere. So save your $7 and go to Chipotle instead. Um, but no, these were a lot of fun. I definitely think I want to do a few more of these because it's good for engagement. It's good to kind of introduce myself to people who are new, who might not know about me or, you know, talk about topics that maybe you guys are, you know, interested in talking about, but don't want anybody to know it's you. And that's cool too. So I figured we would start with a few of the, uh, anonymous questions just to kind of warm up before we get a little weird because some of these are fucking weird. Um, If I could be any other female other than myself, not for self-esteem issues or because I don't want to be me, but in general, who would I be and why? Um, I think, okay, so there's two people that I would be. I would either be pink, which like I have a pink tattoo for those of you who didn't know. Um, obviously very, very invested in her as a human. (laughs) Um, I just, I love her. And I also am very fascinated by her ability to be so down to earth, but she is also somebody who commands so much attention, right? She is a huge pop star. She has been for the last 23, yeah, 23 years. Um, so I would say pink. And then my other choice would be my daughter, Ellie. And if you guys follow me on Instagram, I do post about her often. She is a riot. Um, And the reason I choose her is because, I don't know, I think being able to go back, if I could, or just being able to go back and do things over knowing what I know now as an adult, like if I could carry that wisdom and go back, then I would probably not pay as much attention to what, you know, like the outside voices, like the haters, you know, and I hate saying that because it sounds so cheesy, but you get what I mean. I just hope that, you know, my daughter is able to grow up being who she is now because anybody who knows about her knows that she's not like other little kids. She's very unique and I want to preserve that as much as possible. So Um, Those are the two people I would be. I have 24 hours to do whatever I want and no budget. What am I doing? Going shopping and I'm booking a shit ton of vacations for me and all my people. Like 
you know, those, um, the huts like in Bora Bora or Tahiti, I don't know, Fiji, I'm going to all three. Um, I'm going over to Millennium Mall, uh, which if you're not familiar with Orlando, it's an amazing mall. We have an amazing mall here. Great shopping. I'm going shopping. And then I'm obviously, if I have like, you know, liquid cash, then I'll invest because that's what 38 year olds do. Sounds boring, but it's true. And then I would give back because you gotta, you gotta give it, give it back. Um, let's talk about it. The body body is hot. <laughs> What's your basic gym routine? Well, first of all, thank you for the compliment. I appreciate that. Um, my basic gym routine. Uh, I warm up on the steer machine for 15 minutes at level nine. And then I lift weights for about 45 minutes, primarily legs and abs. Uh, those are my go-to favorite body parts to work out, but I do work, you know, I work shoulders, um, and back. I don't really like working biceps if we're being perfectly honest, just because when my biceps hurt, I'm cranky, but I do work them at least once every two weeks. Like I'll do like a full arm day and then hate it. But I don't know. I work out not just because, you know, I want to look good. That's part of it, obviously. But I also work out because I have crippling anxiety. So um, lifting weights has helped tremendously with my anxiety. And listen, I wasn't somebody who always liked going to the gym. Okay. Um, I used to fucking hate it. If we're being super honest, I used to struggle. Like I used to have to force myself to go. I would cuss the whole drive there. I would cuss in my head while I was warming up. I just like, I didn't like it, but it was because I was, I was only doing cardio at the time. And this was before I became a certified trainer and like found weightlifting and that sort of thing. So, um, if you want to know more, DM me, I'm happy to talk about it, but thank you for the compliment and look, everybody's capable of working out. Um, you just got to find, like, find something you like. If you like to dance, do Zumba. I loved Zumba. Like once upon a time, I had the best time doing Zumba in like 2008 or whatever. Um, what did I think I would be doing professionally as a child? Um, I wanted to work in entertainment always. I've always been fascinated by it. Uh, my mom, you know, tried working in entertainment and she got pretty far, uh, with acting out in Hollywood and she dated some pretty important people, um, like pop culture wise. Uh, she dated Elton John's guitarist for a number of years and went on tour with them. And so by proxy now, you know, they've maintained a friendship and whenever Elton would come to town, we would get backstage passes and front row tickets. So it's like, I've been around fame, um, from a very young age. Uh, and I just, I don't know. I like, I've always been intrigued with celebrity and pop culture and, just this sort of environment. So I guess I'm kind of living the dream right now, or, you know, I'm starting to, and I encourage anybody, you know, to kind of like reflect back. I always talk about, um, inner child stuff when I'm talking like with friends or, you know, just talking in general about like how to help 
fix yourself and not that we're all like we're all broken in some fashion right but a lot of it has to do with like getting back to what we liked doing as a kid so if you're in a funk which a lot of us have been lately uh this retrograde has been fucking terrible but I just I encourage you to get in touch with what you like doing as a kid and I've been doing more of that lately I'm recording again I'm channeling my energy into things that used to excite me and, you know, intrigue me as a child. Uh, so I'm doing more of that and I'm finding happiness in it. So just sage advice for anybody who needs it. And speaking of advice, the next question is, what is my advice to anyone interested in starting a podcast? Do, do I ever feel nervous or does it go away with time? Um, I'm always nervous all the time. I have terrible anxiety. Like I'm nervous right now a little bit. Why? No reason. I'm talking to myself. There's no pressure from a guest. There's no pressure. Like there's nothing, but I I have anxiety about it. Why? Because anxiety is the boner dethroner as my friend Courtney calls it. Okay. But it, it, I'm just good at masking it. Sometimes, sometimes I'm not. Sometimes my face turns bright red. Sometimes I start sweating, which is like the worst because it's so embarrassing. Um, Thankfully, I live in Florida, so I can just like blame it on the heat a lot of the time. But yeah, you're always going to be nervous a little bit. Maybe if you're not an anxious person, then maybe, maybe not. My best advice would be just do it. Just do it, honestly, and be yourself and follow your curiosity. Um, if you're interested in talking about a topic that you've never talked about, but you're like, Oh, like, I don't want people to not talk about it. You would be surprised. Look, I've never talked about anonymous, never have I ever, or anonymous, you know, questions or anything like this. So this is my first time doing this. But I'm exploring a curiosity because I wanted to engage more with people to learn more about other people and then have other people learn more about me for anybody who's new to my relaunch. So be yourself, just do it. It's not hard. Like everybody has a podcast, everybody do it. I want to hear it. I don't know who you are, but if you're listening to me, then odds are we share similar interests. So do it and let me know so I can subscribe, listen, and repost your shit. Um, let's see. Let's move on to some deal breakers because these there were a lot of really good ones, but there were a lot of repetitive submissions. So I'm going to read the ones that I got the most uh, the most submissions for. Um, the number one is they're rude to the waiter. Deal breaker. If you are not friendly to wait staff or janitorial staff or just like custodial staff in general or hospitality staff in general, then I feel like honestly, it's, it's just not going to work for me because I get so embarrassed. And thankfully I've only ever been on like two dates that I can think of where the person that I was dining with was downright nasty. Not like, it's not like they were nasty, but they were just very um, demanding, like, no, please, no, thank you. Just you know, barking orders. And I, it's just like tacky. So deal breaker. I agree. Um, the second most submitted, uh, deal breaker is omitting things or lying. It's, I don't have patience for it. 
Okay. And look, everybody is entitled to fuck up a few times, but if this is like a habit, like if you lie and if you lie about dumb shit too, that's when I get mad, like big mad. Like if you lie about straight up minutia, I'm questioning like what else you're lying about a hundred percent, because if you're willing to lie to me about something fucking lame that you shouldn't even lie about, you're definitely lying about important stuff. So no, I agree. Deal breaker. Um, they like other, this is another one. They like other women's photos, even if, even though they're married, I don't think that's a deal breaker. Now there's extenuating circumstances. Are you talking about, is this like, is this like a girl who lives up the street from you who he's potentially, you know, meeting up with behind your back? Or are these like, you know, Instagram models, like Mark Zuckerberg models, right? You know what I'm talking about. If it's that, if it's Instagram models or like these Instagram fitness chicks, who cares? Like, I like hot dudes. I literally talk to my husband about, or like, I will show him, like if Andrea Denver posts something where I'm just like, Jesus, God, I will flash the phone to my husband and be like, look at this man. Is he intimidated? I don't think so. No, I'm kidding. He's not. But it's like, no, you have to be secure in your relationship enough to know that it's okay. It's okay to like that kind of stuff. But if it's, you know, Tina who lives at the end of your block and you don't know that he and Tina are friends and all of a sudden there's maybe ask about it. And like, you don't have to like spy, just like ask, but just pay attention to, you know, pay attention to your intuition and the signs, I guess, if there's question beyond, but the last deal breaker that was most submitted, um, is their house is dirty. Oh, excuse me. That's not, that's the next, the last, um, sorry. Their house is dirty. Yeah. Deal breaker. Like dirty and messy are two different things. Okay. Dirty is like, like dirty is we have to call Dr. Zazio from hoarders to come over here with like the hazmat suit. That's dirty. And that's a deal breaker. Messy. Like I have two kids and four dogs. So it's like my house is clean while everybody's at school. And well, sometimes like sometimes these dogs, like yesterday, the dogs were doing the most, um, you know, jumping off the couches and making the blankets fall and, you know, making things a little messy but messy, that's fine. You can, that's, I'm messy sometimes. Like I left my makeup out on the counter this morning. I'll put it away. I just, just haven't done it yet. So I don't think messy is a deal breaker, but dirty. No, like if they have fucking fly strips hanging from their ceilings, like you see on those episode of hoarders. No, nope, nope, nope. And then, sorry, the final deal breaker that was submitted the most is they have a broken deck. Look, if you're into dick and the person you're with has a dick that's broken and like it's irreparable through Cialis or Viagra or one of those like penile implants, if that, you know, if that's an option that you've considered, um, that's a fucking deal breaker. Like, especially if you're not married, like if you're only dating the person and sorry to anybody out there with, you know, erectile dysfunction, um, I feel for you, but 
that would be hard for me to work with. So personally, um, yeah, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be a thing for me. Um, confessions. So there were a couple of these that like one of, okay. The first one I'm going to read is a confession that I was like, this isn't a, I mean, I don't really feel like this is scandalous, but I voted for Biden. Okay. Well, so did I. And so did a lot of other people, which is why he's president. Um, politics in general, I've taken a break from because I feel like it's just stressful to try and keep up with it. It's not saying I bury my head in the sand and have like no idea what's going on, but I only consume so much of it right now because I'm just not pleased in general with anything. (laughs) Uh, I, you know, I don't like part, I think the party system fucking sucks. Uh, I wish we just like got to vote for people based on their shit, as opposed to like people just voting based on party or I don't know. It's just weird. So look, I don't feel like anybody is overall thrilled right now, but I have to say, um, I prefer this to what the, the social climate that we had during the last presidency, um, that was a lot to consume also. So it's like, it's a double-edged sword. It's a lot to consume, um, you know, right now, because I'm unhappy just in general with both sides. And then it was a lot to consume during the last presidency. So, you know, just, I guess we all just have to fucking hang in there and vote. If you're not voting, you don't get to complain. And, or at least to me, I don't ever want to hear your complaint if you're not voting. Everybody has to vote. What the fuck? Um, this confession, I wish I had your life. Why? Like, what about my life? Okay. And I look, Instagram, God bless it, right? But like, my life is not all sunshine, rainbows, and LOLs. And if I give that impression, that's because Instagram is one big fat fucking lie. Okay. Instagram is not even a real place. Social media is not a real place. Most people are not out here highlighting all of their failures on social media. That's not what it's for. Social media, and it's not to say that people aren't out here exposing their failures. I'm happy to talk about some of my failures because you don't learn shit if you don't ever fail, right? Like nobody is out here fucking slam dunking every single shot. It's, that's so unrealistic. Um, but my life has its fair share of ups and downs. Okay. Like yesterday was a terrible day. It was just a bad day. Um, today is a better day though. And a lot of it has to do with mindset. You know, there are certain people who I don't wish that I had anybody else's life, but there are certain aspects of others' lives that I wish I had. So, you know, and you, it's okay to want that. And it's okay to emulate other people's lives. Like if there's something that you want to manifest in your own life, like if you're trying to attract like abundance or wealth, then like emulate that into your life until it becomes your life. And I know it sounds corny, but if you know how the law of attraction works, um, then it'll make sense. And if not DM me and we can talk about it, but I'm sure you have a lovely life. Um, or at least I hope you do, but my life is, I love my life. I'm very blessed, but 
it's nothing to be jealous of. We're all just really trying to get through it together, right? This confession also was a heavy one. I really can't stand my husband and want a divorce, but don't want to put my kids through a divorce. Now I can, okay, I'm not a medical professional. Okay, so this is not medical advice. This is advice that comes to me or comes to you from me as a person who is A, filed for divorce from the person that I am still married to. Uh, which we can talk about another day. And B, I used to work for an attorney and worked with divorce cases. So I'm familiar with the process. And my best advice to you would be before you file, before you file anything, make sure that, you know, since there are kids involved and obviously we all, when we, when we get, when people get married, you're not getting married with the prospect. You're not like, oh, well, wonder what I'm going to get divorced. It's like, that's not what you get married for, but it's like, sometimes shit happens and you have kids and you got to figure out how to deal with it. So before you do anything, make sure you've done everything. That's what I say. Like before you file anything, make sure you've done everything because you don't want to go to bed at night, like wondering, could I have done more or could we have tried this? And would this would have worked? Like try to go to counseling, try to spend more time together, you know, maybe go on a date night. If you can afford to go on a weekend away together, go on a weekend away together. Um, if you don't have resources for, you know, couples counseling, cause I know it's expensive, then see if your church or, you know, if there's like a Facebook group if you have faith because I know Facebook has groups um personally I'm not on Facebook because it's a terrifying place to be I feel like but uh I would just say try everything before you do you know any type of filing make sure you've tried everything the only way I would say not to is if there has been instances of abuse verbal or physical or sexual um then your kid, your kids would rather their mom be happy than see their mom be sad. You know, I know it sounds great to have like a family that's, you know, all under one roof and, you know, white picket fence and that sort of thing. And I'm going to touch on that a little bit when I talk about the Kardashians premiere, but um, I hope things get better for you, whatever that means. If it means getting a divorce, then that's what it means. And you'll find your happiness. You just have to believe in it. You know, you have to believe in your own destiny in order to get there. It sounds super corny. I'm aware. Um, this last confession had me LOLing, uh, because it's just ominous and it's spooky season. So like I figured I would read it. I know what you did. Okay. What did I do? When? I need some more specifics. So if who if whomever submitted this is listening, um, let me know. What did I do? I would love to know more about this. Um, and then I was going to end this portion with, <laughs> with the best never have I ever's that I got. Um, because there are a few, but some of them I'm not going to read on air because I, like they were... I just, I'm not going to read them on air, but they were funny. I'll probably post them in my Instagram stories later though. 
Um, but the first one I got that had me dying laughing is never have I ever gotten a tattoo while doing booger sugar off the bathroom counter at a drag show. No, I can honestly say that that's never even been like a tangible like possibility for me. Um, I have a lot of questions regarding this. Like, what were you, like a tattoo in a bathroom does not sound sanitary. Um, And doing booger sugar off of a bathroom, like a public bathroom counter. I don't know. I feel like, and I mean, obviously booger sugar in itself, like probably shouldn't do that anymore. I don't know how old you are. I'm 38. I can't do that kind of shit. But uh, yeah, I mean, God bless for living your best life. And I hope you didn't get an infected tattoo because that would suck. But no, I've never done that. And I think you're probably the only person who has. So wear that badge proud, I guess, or your tattoo. That's, that's your badge. Um, never have I ever peed the bed. Yeah, I've peed the bed. Like we've all had those dreams and like, spoiler alert, this isn't really a spoiler, but one of the openers uh, for Kevin Hart at his show the other week was talking about how like as grownups, you have those dreams where, you know, like you're going to the bathroom in your dream, except for you're not really, you're just like pissing your bed. Um, yeah, that's happened, but it hasn't happened in a really long time. Like probably like five years for me, which, <laughs> which I'm 38. So maybe that's not a long time. I don't know, but yeah, it's happened before. And then the last one, um, the last never have I ever, I'm going to piggyback and tell my own little fun story similar to this. Never have I ever taken a shit in a bag and left it on someone's front porch. No, I have not done that, but I have participated in, okay, so two of my girlfriends and I were driving around one night in high school. Um, It was summer going into senior year. It was July. It was so hot that summer. You guys, like it was, I was lifeguarding. Um, and we were just driving around and we passed by this girl's house who we didn't like, and we didn't dislike her for like no reason. We disliked her because she was sleeping with all of our friends' boyfriends. Right. So we kind of wanted to get some revenge and I had no skin in the game because she wasn't sleeping with my boyfriend because I didn't have one, but, uh, we decided that we were going to take some of my friends, uh, her mom had just went out and purchased a shit ton of tilapia. So we went back to her house, got like a dozen fillets of tilapia and hid them all inside of her Jeep because her Jeep was in her driveway and it had the top off, the doors off, everything. And we put some, some of the fish in obvious spaces, you know, where she would be like, oh, I finally got the lot. But then like other ones, like under the bar, like under her seat, But I did not participate in the actual like fish placement. I'm too immature for that. And I laughed too much. I was the lookout person. So like we parked our car like far away, which if you're watching the bling ring, it was kind of similar to how they were describing it in the bling ring. Like we parked our car like two courts over. Like, I don't even know who we thought we were. Like, why, why would anybody be paying attention to us? And thank God this was before ring cameras, which I hope 
is the case for your friend who's shit in the bag because if that was caught on a ring camera I would die laughing but yeah so my girlfriends went up in the driveway (laughs) hid the fish I stood you know look out at the end of the driveway and then we set fireworks off at the end of her driveway and ran away and as we were running away obviously like dying laughing um I peed my pants So that was probably my karma for participating in this. But it was funny because I worked with the girl who we did it to. And when she showed up at work, um, obviously she was very upset because her car smelled like ass. And it probably smelled like that for a couple months. Because like I said, it was July. It was hot, like even at nighttime, like sweating balls hot. So that's my, you know, that's my story of never have I ever. Um, I don't know how many people can say they've gotten revenge by putting fish in someone's, you know, open top Jeep. But if you, if you've done it, DM me and let me know. Moving on to the Kardashians. uh, We had the premiere this past Thursday, which was the 22nd, which was the first day of Libra season, which Kim is a Libra. So I don't, I don't know if that was coincidence or not. Like Chris mentioned that the baby shower that they threw um, for Chloe's son was Leo themed, which you guys know I loved. I was like, oh, look at Chris getting in touch with astrology. Um, But the episode, you know, was really just focused on Chloe and her newborn baby, her baby son that was just born in July. And she, you know, finally discussed what happened with the surrogacy and the embryo transfer and how it all went down. And I don't care if you love the Kardashians or if you hate them, that was such a difficult thing to watch because honestly, my heart broke for her. Um, And look, a lot of you are quick to throw judgment like, oh, she should have known. And I understand the notion behind that comment. I do. Um, but as somebody who has been cheated on, um, you know, if somebody is showing you that they have changed and you are in love with that person. And like, I was just saying, like maybe Chloe was making sure that she had done everything before abandoning this relationship, because all she's ever wanted is a, like a home. And I hate saying it that way like it's you know not a home if you don't have a mom and a dad because that's not the case but society makes us think that it is a lot of the time so I don't know it was just a lot to watch her kind of go through all the emotions not really be able to enjoy the experience of the pregnancy as much because of all the scandal surrounding it and the secrecy because like imagine trying to keep that in. You know, there's so many moving parts in the, and I know they're all under NDA, obviously, um, but there's just so many people in that family and so many potential opportunities for people to accidentally leak it or purposely leak it for money or, you know, like Chloe was saying, like, exploit them. Um, it's just, it sucks. And then obviously you think about, like Chloe said, the, the people are fucking mean. Like the comments threads of some of these posts are brutal. And it makes, it makes me sad. Um, But I, you know, I think if there's anybody who 
is likable on the Kardashians for people who aren't even into them, it's Chloe. So hopefully I don't get slaughtered with negative feedback about this, but I really do, like my heart does go out to her. And I thought it was a great season opener. Um, Kim was kind of going on like tangents a lot, like these like really heartfelt speeches. I don't know. I don't know what that was about. Like maybe she was just really feeling it. But one thing I did notice is that, excuse me, if Chloe's baby shower was filmed before the baby was born, because the baby was born July 28th, where the fuck was Pete? Because Kim and, unless they broke up a while before and just didn't announce it, but they broke up in August. So like, why wasn't he at the baby shower? Or was, I don't know, like, cause I figured because Corey and like Travis were there that Pete might be there, but I don't know. I know he's gonna, I know he's gonna film this season. I just kind of was wondering about that timeline a little bit uh, because Chloe's baby was born July 28th. So I don't know. I'm not trying to be one of those like Kardashian detectives because I'll let them shine on their own and just read their posts because some of them really do like there was a a whole TikTok video and yeah I watched all three minutes of it about how when Kim was shooting one of her confessionals there was like allegedly a fake tear you guys I can't make this shit up but it kind of looks like it kind of looks like there might have been a fake tear but this person broke it down like frame by frame so there really are Kardashian detectives out there and they're doing the Lord's work because sometimes I do enjoy that shit mindless just entertainment um so if you're not watching the kardashians check this season out i really like the hulu edition you know i've been watching it since it first aired um so i'm a lifer at this point like i'm addicted but i think it's a good it's a good start to the season and i think that with the previews that we've seen like how pissed off do you guys think bethany frankel is by the way since bethany frankel loves to shit on the kardashians um we see a clip of Kendall Jenner in a sprinter van on the way to the Met Ball, and she has to piss in a, uh, like in an ice bucket, which is the same thing Bethany Frankel had to do before she married Jason Hoppy on her wedding special, or like whatever her show was with Jason, I can't remember, it was like Bethany getting married, question mark, I think is what it was called. Um, I just saw that and I was like, Who's going to tell Bethany? I'm sure she knows though. I don't know. I, I don't like how Bethany, like, I love Bethany. I just don't like how she shits on the Kardashians. Cause I'm just like, so what if they like filters? Who doesn't like a filter sometimes? Like if you're cool showing your face all the time and like, you're confident in yourself like that power to you. But if you like a filter, cool, do that too. I don't know. I just think it's weird. Um, and then lastly, I just wanted to touch on, I can't speak on it fully yet because I'm only on episode seven at this point, I believe, um, of Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story, which is on Netflix right now. Um, it was created by Ryan Murphy, who also did the Gianni Versace, uh, docuseries. Um, he does American Horror Story. And then I didn't watch Glee, but he did that too. Um, it's fucking amazing. Look, I am a true crime addict. I am wildly fascinated by serial killers. And I get kind of hesitant to watch series like this just because sometimes I'm 
I'm like, uh, I don't like dramatization so much. Um, unless they're purposely campy, like, you know, like on deadly women that show on the ID channel. I like those dramatizations because they're so cheesy that it's hilarious. So I was, you know, I was a little hesitant to watch this, but because I enjoyed the Versace one so much, I was like, I'll give it an, you know, I'll give it a go. It doesn't disappoint. It's so well cast. First of all, Evan Peters is who plays Jeffrey Dahmer and he does a fantastic job. I can't imagine playing this role. It had to be uh, hard, you know, and like, obviously I feel bad for the victim's families, um, you know, and his family having to see this again, because I believe his brother is still alive. And I think his father is still alive, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but Nisi Nash plays Glenda, the neighbor who was actively involved in trying to notify the police about Jeffrey Dahmer. Um, Richard Jenkins plays Jeffrey Dahmer's dad. Molly Ringwald plays Jeffrey Dahmer's dad's girlfriend. Uh, Penelope Ann Miller plays Jeffrey Dahmer's mom. It's a fabulous cast. Uh, I gotta be honest, it's great. It's really well acted and it's, I don't know, at times it's a little campy. Like you can definitely tell it's a Ryan Murphy production, like, but I enjoy it. So I'm into it. Uh, definitely recommend watching. And then the last thing that I'm going to leave you with that I've been watching this week that I'm again, not all the way through, but I'm on episode two. Um, and I'll talk about this more when I do uh, another solo episode. But I've been watching The Bling Ring on Netflix. I'm on episode two. And I don't know. I love Alexis Nyers, like Pretty Wild. If you guys, I don't even know if you can find it anywhere. You can probably find it on YouTube. If you didn't watch <laughs> that reality show, find it and watch it. And there's only a few episodes. So like it really won't consume much of your time. But that family is a fucking trip. The mom is a spectacle. I'm obsessed with her. I love her. I could listen to her all day, probably. Um, and once you watch it, you'll understand why. And it's not because she's addicted to the law of attraction because she takes it way above and beyond the level that I take it. But those are the two documentaries that I'm watching because I'm never not watching a documentary. Okay. I consume a lot of bullshit television. Um, but I also like, I love a good documentary or a good docu-series. So those are the two that I'm watching right now. And I will follow up uh, when I finish watching them because there's only a few more episodes left in the Dahmer story. And then I think there's only one episode left in the Bling Ring. But I will follow up with those on my next solo recording. And I will also do some more of these anonymous Ask Me Anything, anonymous Never Have I Ever, anonymous confessions and I hope you guys had fun I had fun let me know in the comments uh and we'll do this again because it's my show and like Trixie and Katya say I can do whatever I want I'm the boss of me so love you guys have a good day